The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good afternoon, folks, and welcome to America's Web Radio. And it's time now for one of our favorite shows on America's Web Radio. And it all starts with a thing called Rhyme Time by Mark the Shark. Mark is an attorney in New York City and uh, proclaims to be a shark. And uh, I don't even want to go to the fin part of it. But anyway, we've got Mark on. He's in living color. And uh, we're looking at Mark and thumbs up that everything seems to be working. So with that being said... I'm so anxious to hear rhyme time. It's got to be great today because you've had so many subjects to choose from. So, with that being said, it is all yours. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, everybody. In rhyme time, you're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. Now, I've been out for two weeks due to the pandemic and no, not COVID. I had everything else. Just a little flu, just some other stuff. Nothing amazing. But hey, you know, finding the medication was the worst problem that we had. So without further ado, I'm going to get to my favorite part of the show because we got a lot to cover today. And just a quick shout out to Victor Armandirez from On Point, on with, point Victor. with Victor. It's On Point with Victor for stepping in and taking care of the show last week. Absolutely phenomenal that he did so, and I thank him for that. So let's jump right in without further delay to rhyme time. Wow, we are finally back for the show this week. For a while it looked bad. No medicines available. But remember in the world, according to Biden, the supply chain was fixed. It isn't at all bleak. But I beg to differ with them, for reality has a way of making them look bad. When you say it is fixed, and it's not. I find you lying to the U.S. is so bad. We want things to run much better and to have things fixed without delay. But when you fail to admit there's a problem, there is no solution coming our way. Just look at the border disorder. I keep telling you, it is out of control. Operational control doesn't mean the same thing to you and me as to Mayorkas. At the border, there's a giant freaking hole. It's apparent that anyone who walks through the Rio Grande is in. And the asylum claims they are making with this idiot in charge is just a sin. On the other hand, to tell you about Abdul Wasiafi, a special forces Afghan who fought with our side, with 90 others he crossed over, all were released except for him, who has been jailed. His release has been denied. Perhaps if this soldier was a gay man of color... They said the Biden administration would let him in immediately instead of telling him to just drop dead. This outrage is still going on, unreported in the media at all. For the protection gang for Biden, they have wantonly dropped the ball. This treatment of one who fought for our side is most outrageous, but nothing is being done. Where has America gone? Where is its pride? This can't be true. But it is happening as we speak. This administration is embarrassing America. Without a paddle, we are headed down the creek. This is a continuation of the lack of sanity 
It is now quite clear. It doesn't matter what the circumstances. This government is now driving America off the pier. To sink America's hopes, aspirations, and its dreams, it seems they will stop at nothing to dismantle America at its seams. Why hate America? It's become the national pastime. I am not whining. I'm just calling it as I see it. It should be a crime. We are the last on Biden's list for Christmas this year. He doesn't care about America. This is very, very clear. Rest assured that our gov is busy making legal things that are already done. It's at this point the only thing they can say that this administration may have won. So now gay marriage, according to Biden, is now law that he signed. Only problem with that song and dance is that since 2015, the Supreme Court made it legal in all states. I guess Biden is still behind. Maybe that's why they brought in Cindy Lauper to sing at the White House that day. For the ceremony, it made sense. Nostalgia was on its way. But what have you done lately? I can't find a thing. Something to make our lives better? Inflation? No medication? It's not what we had in mind when we decided to give Joe Brandon Biden a fling. He campaigned from the basement, and we knew nothing about his condition. Little did we know that with Biden, the cup was empty and nothing but blind ambition. Did Little did we suspect when he was hired for this job that the only thing he brought to the table was he was hiring the liberal mob. Gone left so far, we wish he would just go home. Yet it is still funny to watch the president on and off stage get lost and just roam. He shakes hands with the air and can't seem to find the exit at all. I just hope he doesn't run into more stairs as up them he does tend to fall. The Democrats, they're crazy. They are way too extreme. They want to reimagine America and keep sinking the American dream. The Dems, they defied the races. And the Dems, they want them this way. Makes good commercials and fundraising. Divide and conquer. That's the flavor of the day. So now on to the border. I think I keep saying it each week. How many illegals must come in here? They don't even have to sneak. Wow. Now estimates are 2,400 illegals a day. So Americans get ready to pay and pay and pay. So what do you think it will cost? With 15 million here to stay, we can't keep this going. There's absolutely no way. The Democrats want the invasion to continue without delay, to give them state IDs each and every day. Give them IDs and money. Give them phones. And don't ever say, there is a problem at the border. But don't to the Democrats in the White House. That song won't play. Who cares how many come in without fear? Or the situation they endure to actually get here? No deportation is the truth and the fact when your government fails in immigration and they continue to fail to react. Joe Biden gives millions a day away to the people invading the USA. So what are our options when those in power disregard the problem in America each and every hour. Which way did America go? In 20 months, Joe Biden has really nothing to show. Except if you look at the new inflation nation 
the lack of oil production, the border disorder, and the like. It's as if people had gone berserk and thrust in their heads a giant spike. As they said on The View, it's like roaches voting for raid. We let people out of jail without accountability so they can run over others at a Christmas parade. We have literally learned nothing throughout this misery, and now we are still shipping to Ukraine more artillery. We are now in a war. Seems I've seen this film before. So why are we getting deeper with no vision, none whatsoever to win? Oh, what are we there for? Under what circumstances would you change a policy under Joe? It seems like that one in power does actually, or no one actually knows. If it isn't working, normally you change. To continue to be stuck on stupid seems to me to be immensely strange. Even a rumba vacuum knows when it hits a wall. But this administration is oblivious to reality. They know nothing of it. That's nothing at all. And Flopsy Mopsy from the podium is again a blank slate. If I hear one more time from an answer to a simple question, I'll get back to you. You, the American people, will just have to wait. When will this White House be clear and concise? We Americans will snap out of this, and the guilty, they must pay the price. And now we'll speak of Twitter, brought to you by Elon Musk. He is emptying the sin bin, and the people there must be feeling like it's getting dusk. So now we know that Twitter did much more than just spin a web of crimes. It was indeed much more than that. It was some freaky times. But the culture of chaos was well received from their staff. The internal decisions were so one-sided that any reasonable inference would just make you laugh. On the First Amendment, it appears Twitter, it's spat. But any of them will ever be held personally responsible for making America just a lab rat. Twitter stepped on the First Amendment and then silenced truth. Along with perversely colluding with the FBI, you won't need to be a sleuth. Finding out what Twitter has actually done is a win for truth and justice, as Elon Musk begins to reveal now the web they had spun. From shadow banning and hiding the truth of those with a different point of view, it is a complete injustice without consequences. Once again, this tragedy was a First Amendment a First Amendment coup. So think you are safe on a platform of your choice? If you were a conservative, you were canceled in silence, and no one would ever hear your voice. But that wasn't the worst of it. You must think that was the end. It wasn't the terms of service, those they did not amend. Instead, it was the liberals, the people who were there in charge. Their crimes were assisted by the government. Their collusion was very large. For our government should not be operating by some third country world rules, those of North Korea, Russia, China. It's not something we should aspire to unless we are fools. We know the things that should be better, and inflation at 7.1% is not okay. But as the Democrats run off us off the cliff, it seems that they are clueless to fix what they did, the situation they must now weigh. For the Dems played the game of the midterm elections, and they simply snowed America with fake ads and things they said. There is no time left to America. We must start now before she is dead. 
go through the motions and some things have to change. I can't see the light through the storm we are in. This president and his administration, we must exchange. America, the beautiful, must from time to time remember what she is. And the people we elect must remember they work for us and they must stay out of showbiz. It's time to change the way we do business. If we don't learn, it will soon be too late. If we continue on this path of destruction, America will suffer a horrible fate. Don't forget who we are and what we can be. If we keep on going downhill like this, America will no longer be free. As they say, freedom isn't free and things must be fought for. If not, remember, last one out, turn off the lights and close the door. America has chapters and verses and things that we can't see. So let's hold these people responsible for this mess. This is what to you I plead. So as we come to the end of rhyme time this week, it must be the truth that we are going to seek. So now we're in the American dream. And what's the American dream? Well, we vote, we elect people, and we get things that we should deserve. Because after all, this is America. So at the beginning of the program, unfortunately this week, I ran into a bunch of stories regarding Buckhead in Georgia. Now, Buckhead, for you, those of you out there, is a very wealthy community, an upper-crusty community, in fact, a gated community, some of it, and they have a large-scale police force huh? coming out of Atlanta. And amazingly enough, guess what happened? Okay. Sorry, Buckhead. We sorry. We couldn't protect you from the ravages of woke. Mrs. Bowles, she was stabbed for a Lexus. For a Lexus. For a Lexus, she was stabbed and killed. Now, who was the guy? He was a 23-year-old African-American. Well, let me ask you this. Fannie Willis, the district attorney there. You're busy prosecuting Donald Trump. What about the criminals who are killing people? How many people have to die before Fannie Willis does her job? She is a prosecutor in Atlanta, which is now where Buckhead sits. Now, Buckhead, if you're smart, get out now while you still can. Because, Buckhead, you're in trouble. Because if it's going to be like Atlanta, look at the crime statistics in Atlanta. My goodness. You know, a 77-year-old woman was killed for a car. What more do I need to say? And this guy had a rap sheet, a rap sheet longer than my arm. But yet, did anybody do anything about it? No. No, he was let out. He was let out, and they let him get away. So now he kills Miss Ellen Bowles, a 77-year-old grandmother. Oh, now everybody's upset. Oh, for at least a week or two, everybody will be jumping up and down. Folks, America has a very short memory, a very short memory. And we forget about everything that goes on. And this is a problem. This is going to happen again. You know, Buckhead wants out of Atlanta. They want to have their own city. They want to have their own police force. Why? Well, let's ask Ellen Bowles. Oh, I'm sorry. We can't ask her because she's dead from some dirtbag who allegedly stabbed her. 
and I have to say allegedly because he hasn't been convicted yet. Oh, yes, that's right. But no, we're prosecuting Donald Trump for elections that happened 21 months ago or more. I mean, are we serious about this, folks? Come on. You know, as Joe would say, come on. You know, if we don't start protecting our country and we don't start protecting our citizens in this country, we are in for a giant shock. And I'll tell you why. Anyone ever watched the movie Death Wish? When people had had enough, people had had enough of the murder, of the crime, of the killing, of the rape, of the assaults, for no reason whatsoever. Come to New York City, and the chances are you'll probably get hit in the back of the head by somebody wielding a bat, and it'll probably happen again, because guess what? He's out in an hour. There's no bail. No bail, no jail, no crime. Hey, just let them all out. And when you drive down, it's interesting. I had to take the train into New York City the other day. And as you drive through the train, as you drive down the tracks, you see there are tons of houses along the tracks with bars on their windows, like you were in jail somewhere. It's incredible. I've never seen anything like that, but it's incredible we let people get away with this. So what do we do in this country? You know, we have nothing. We have nothing that we are doing that could be called sane. And what do I mean by that? What What is sanity? Sanity is not doing the same thing over and over again and coming up with a different result. So we're wondering when Fannie Willis is going to actually do things about crime. So I'm going to pick it up right after this. I'm going to bring you back to Abdul Wasi Safi. You're going to love this story. Stay tuned. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio. It's time now for the Classic Car Show. Well, actually, it's not time now for the Classic Car Show, but that's a good promo form. Listen to the Classic Car Show every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And, Mark, I'm going to come back to you in one second, but... uh I wanted to add something to what you've been saying and what you're talking about this morning. And that is, uh, you know, I know you talk, you have a ton of clients and you talk to them, but in my talking to friends and folks that come into the radio station, I know that you're not Chef Boy R.D. Mark, and I don't know what you guys talk about when you're not talking uh, your law practice or whatever, but... The feeling that I'm getting is, like, as you said a moment ago, people are getting tired of it. And I don't know if you remember the old pressure cookers or not. Your mother probably had a pressure cooker. Yeah. And uh, this is the way I would describe the outside world today. People and are going to start reacting. The they're pot's about reacting. to blow. Yeah, they're going to start reacting 
and they're not trained to react. So what that's going to result in is a lot of death. That's what's going to happen. You know, Black Lives Matter set a standard. And that was the standards for the liberals. You could do whatever you want, burn the cities down, loot. It was immediate reparations, which I'll get into later on that story. But they were all over the fact that this is our city, this is our streets, this is our... Listen, the brilliance behind the BLM movement was that if you get pissed off enough at people, you burn down your own neighborhood. This is something I never understood. And I I was looking for a guest to bring on the show. But I can't find anyone who could actually explain why when you're mad at people, why when you're mad at, quote-unquote, the system, that you burn down your own city. That didn't make much sense to me. And I recall vividly when the CNN reporter in Atlanta was saying, this is a mostly peaceful protest, as the entire block behind him was on fire, burning. And I'm sitting there going, if if you're going to get in front of people and you're going to pick a background, turn the camera the other direction. How stupid is the producer at CNN? Well, with their 500 viewers. Mark, you know, they, do, you, do you remember uh, the L.A. riots? Oh, yes. Actually, I just saw a special on that. And, uh, you know, what did they do? They burned down the city, their and, own and neighborhoods. You know it was funny. It was very, well, not that it was funny, but what was interesting is the people who actually lived in the neighborhoods and the people who were actually there in the neighborhoods, the older people, the people who were in their 50s and 60s, like, what are these people doing? Now I can't, I don't have a supermarket anymore. They were going after Koreatown. They were burning everything down. They were looting everything. And here's the, you know, here's the big thought. Everybody said, do you have insurance? Well, here's the point. Insurance doesn't cover everything. And insurance doesn't cover stupidity. And if you go back into those city streets now, they were never rebuilt. They're the same burnt-out buildings, most of them still sitting there. Because the bottom line was, and what's going on now? Here, for instance, and not to single them out, but for, for CVS, okay? CVS has closing or they they are closing 900 stores in California why why are they closing 900 stores in California well I'll tell you why it's very simple because they can't afford to keep them open this is not much of a shock it's really not why do you have to keep a store open if you're losing more money than you're making you're not going to do it the bottom line is is this is out of control it is about to blow And the fact is that the Biden administration and the ideologues in his administration, you know, let's let's be honest. Trump had some wild and crazy ideas, okay? And a lot of people were not on the Trump wagon, and I understand that. And a lot of people are not on the Trump wagon now. But the people around him were smart enough to do the business of the American people. They were smart enough to do what needed to be done. He may have been a wacko on Twitter, But you know what? It didn't matter because the people he chose around him were smart. They were people who could do things, like Larry Kudlow. He understood what was going on and took care of it. But with Biden, everybody is so out of touch with reality that nothing's getting done. Everything's falling apart. Every time I see that moron Mayorkas get up there, he doesn't have a clue what his job should be. He should be arrested. 
This guy, and that's going to bring me to Abdul Wasi Safi, who I'm going to talk about. I keep hearing from Mayorkas, the border is under control. The border is under control. Then they, then they changed it to the phrase operational control. Now, what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. It means the border is out of control. That's like saying the light's not on, but the light's not off. So you, if you say the light's not off, that's the same thing as saying the light's on. But it's not saying the light's on. So that's the Mayorkas word game. This guy needs to be arrested, and he needs to be sent to jail for lying to Congress, for lying to the Senate. When you tell them that the border is under control, and I'm seeing drone footage from the border with 2,000, 3,000 people a day coming over the border without hesitation. And by the way, Title 42, which is where we're able to send people back because of the quote-unquote pandemic, which is depending on which... You know which idiot you talk to from the administration it's either the pandemic's still going if it's convenient or it's done if it's inconvenient if it's convenient to make it done it's done if it's inconvenient to have the, the pandemic then it's over so just let me let me bring you to Abdul Wasi Safi this is a really this is something that got under my skin this week you this know I, I, I want to interrupt and tell people Listen to this. This is the, this is as dastardly as the raid on Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago. And this is, I'm embarrassed. This, this is not American. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's, it's quite alright because we discussed this last night. This is Abdul Wasi Safi is a 26 year old former special forces with the Afghanistan military. When we were in Afghanistan, before we surrendered, he was fighting alongside our special forces in Afghanistan for America. Okay? Keep that in mind. For America. He was fighting on behalf of America. Okay? His brother, his brother Sami, who came to the United States in 2015, he was a translator in the armed forces in America, in Afghanistan for us. He came to America, and he was granted citizenship. He became a citizen in 2015, I think it was. So Abdul Wasi Safi has been tracked down. The Taliban has been trying to kill him. Remember, everybody who helped the, against the Taliban, who helped America are enemies of the Taliban and they were killing them and they are killing them and everybody who says they're not they're killing them okay I see video of it I see articles on it I see all kinds of articles on the military channels it's outrageous so this guy this former special forces guy who fought alongside of our own military he had to get out of Afghanistan. His brother was able to secure him a way to get to Brazil. His brother, not the State Department, not the Biden government, not anything else, but his brother gets him out of there. So from Brazil, he is able to make his way over the last six or eight months to Mexico, gets into Mexico. Now, in September, I think it was September 30th, he crosses over the Rio Grande border with 90 other illegal aliens pay attention here 
90 other illegal aliens. He crosses over the border. The special forces guy who fought alongside our special forces gets to the border patrol. They surrender to the border patrol. The border patrol releases every one of the people who were with him into the United States with the proverbial go-anywhere-you-want ticket and some money and some phones. He is arrested for crossing the border illegally, charged with crossing the border illegally into America. Okay, The guy who fought for America is arrested. Now, he's held right now. Okay, in the Verde, it is called the Valverde Correctional Facility in Texas. All right, so now he's held there. So they go to a bail hearing. He's denied bail, folks. He is denied bail. Okay, there is, you can go out and slam somebody in the back of the head with a baseball bat and they let you out in an hour. This guy who came across, who fought for America, He's still being held in jail. This is outrageous. I cannot believe that this is the America that I was born in. Give us your tired, your hungry, your poor. No, this is outrageous. And I got to tell you something. Unfortunately, this guy is being tortured by America. He is being tortured right now. He might as well be hooked up to a generator and fried every day because that's what America is doing. There's not going to be a place on this planet that people are going to trust us anymore. And you know what? This is Biden. This is on Biden. Don't tell me this is Trump. Don't tell me this is anybody else. Don't tell me it has to do with some kind of system. Where's our State Department? Where's our military? Where's Austin? Where's the other idiots? Where's the director of anything? But no, he's still in jail today. Today as we speak, he's still in jail without bail. I think it's uh, I think it's called Valverde. Yes, it is actually. But here's the here's the problem. If he was a gay colored guy, he would have been out. Joe Biden would have been there making a big splash with the media. CNN, MSNBC, ABC would have covered this. I said, yeah, you know, people don't like when I say stuff like this, but I'll give you the example. Okay, Griner for the Merchant of Death. Okay, while our Marine still sits in a prison in Russia. Oh, he's a different class because he's charged with espionage. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, why don't we give a couple of Taliban guys for, oh, I don't know, a deserter, Bo Bergdahl. Yeah, that famous trade with Biden as vice president. Another genius maneuver. I mean, what do we need to do in this country to have people wake up? Where are we going? As a country, we're losing ourselves. You know, this is, this is something where I sit here and I look at this. And when I first saw it, I said, this can't be true. So I started seeking out different sources. So I went to three, four, five, six. I went to seven or eight different papers, different online posts. I went to videos. He had been posting videos up as he was trying to get to America. And I watched this, and I saw it in my, my, my mind's eye. I said, are we, as a nation, have we lost our way? Have we completely lost our, you know, people talk about all of this stuff now, now that the big push is, let's get some reparations to the people who were slaves. Hmm. 150 years ago. I'm just, I was trying to think, Dave, how many of our ethnic groups in this world have not been enslaved or tortured or murdered or held in prisons? 
at one point or another. The Japanese, the Jews, the Hungarians, the Italians, the Irish. Does everybody get reparations? Does every now here's the other thing. We just apparently we just gave fifty million dollars to Africa as reparations. Yeah, for what? That well, I you know reparation They're the or- guys who holstered them, they're the guys who grouped them together, they're the guys who enslaved them and sent them here. That's right. So why are we paying them reparations? And here's an interesting concept. How are you going to determine who gets reparations? And well, is the is the multimillionaire African American now going to get reparations because he was somehow held back from being a multimillionaire before? You know, this whole concept of because 150 years ago something happened that you are now dis- disabled, that you are somehow do something. Is this, well, is this going to be North Africa or South Africa that gets well, the reparation? That's You know what? I don't think the administration knows what they're doing. Now, in California, they're just, they formed a committee, mm. an investigatory committee. So... You know, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hack into Ancestry.com, and I'm going to say I came out of Zimbabwe. And I'm going to go with that, because now I identify as an African-American. And maybe, you know, I don't know, if I if I need to, you know, depending on whether or not the Asian students win against Harvard, maybe I'll identify as an Asian African-American. You know, this whole concept of... Seeing people in terms of their ethnic backgrounds really bothers the living daylights out of me. Well, Whatever happened to seeing somebody for who they are, not what they look like? Didn't, didn't There was a great man, oh, let me see, Martin Luther King, who believed that people should be taken as who they are, the content of the character. Remember that concept? Mm-hmm. Now it's the content of your melatonin yeah. or where you're from. You know, as I've said before, Mark, or told you before, when they start getting reparation, I want reparation. I would like my family's plantation in Tennessee back that was stolen from us by the North after the Civil War. And Uh, why shouldn't I get it back? Well, we should start an exploratory committee. (laughs) That's right. You know, this whole concept of looking at where you came from. You know what? You're an American. Get used to that. Be an American. Stop saying you're something else. Listen, I'm not saying avoid your heritage. But you know what? Heritage is a part of you. It, it is not you. You are not what you appear to be. Try to be something better. You know? Are you black? Are you white? Are you Asian? Who cares? I certainly don't look at people and say, well, that's an Asian guy. Oh, I don't know. I look at people for what they do. Look at people's deeds. The content of their character, their deeds. What have they done? What have they given back? You know, they, they just went through here. You know, that whole concept with Warnock and Herschel Walker. Warnock, in his own way, well, not the fact that they spent three times the amount, but they went after Herschel because of the way he talks. They went after him. But on the other hand... They bolstered Fetterman, that empty-headed idiot that is like a Cro-Magnum from Pennsylvania as a senator. 
He doesn't even understand things anymore. But yet they sent him to the Senate. In actuality, now I think of it, he made just fit right in with the Nancy Pelosi's of the world up there. You know, they sent him up there and they said, you don't have to understand a thing, just sign your name. When a bill comes in, don't worry about it. Because you got to pass it to see what's in it. This is the concept that we have for the people that we send to Washington as Americans. And it's not just, I, I, I hate to admit it, it's not just the left side of the equation. It's the right side of the equation also. They're both nuts. They're both crazy. The people we send to Washington have gone bonkers. I watched AOC a couple of weeks ago at one of her, her uh, town halls where people were saying, hey, hey, ho, ho, AOC has to go. And what did she start to do? She broke in. She made fun of them. She was dancing. I mean, she's an excellent dancer. Listen, if she wasn't anything to look at, she would have never got elected. But the bottom line is, what has she done for her district? Another zero. Another zero. You know, we, we look at Georgia went and put Warnock into the Senate, which you might as well just have put another Fetterman in the Senate, because that's what you're going to get. The same rubber stamp, the, the policies that put us in this hole already. You know, we went from 1% inflation to 8% inflation. And now the idiot's taking a victory lap because inflation dropped to 7.1. But on the other hand, the market's crashing. The housing market's coming to a screeching halt. Interest rates are going crazy. Credit card debt is up on the actual, on your actual Americans. People, things that actually do things during the day is what's killing America. And yet no one seems to care. We look at this and we say, who cares, right? Well, we send $105 billion, it looks like, to Ukraine. Where's that money? Where'd that go? Is any accounting going? Is anything, you know, this is like, does American leadership understand that this is not their money? This is not their money. They don't create the money. Well, in essence, they did create it. That's another story that we'll get into at some later date. But they have put this country in a really bad position. I'm not saying ignore Ukraine, but the time to get involved in that was when he was amassing Putin, 175,000 people at the border of Ukraine. And I've said it before. That was the time to say, no, don't do it, and start putting things into Ukraine and getting them set up to defend themselves. Why is it that this administration is always months and months behind the curve? Now, Putin, I understand as of yesterday, just warned the United States, don't send the Patriot missiles to Ukraine or there will be consequences. Let that sink in. Russia just warned America that there will be consequences for sending weapons to Ukraine. So, what are we doing about it? What did we do? Nothing. The same thing that we've done in Syria, nothing. The same thing that we've done all over the world when there was a conflict about to be established. In Iran, all we want to do is get back in the nuclear deal so that Iran can one day in the next couple of years destroy the Middle East, of course, so they can get their nuclear weapon. But the Biden administration has chaos everywhere. And every time you ask, you know, every time you ask the, the podium person, flopsy-mopsy there, Jean-Pierre, Karine Jean-Pierre, 
What, you know, now I sound like, uh, what's that guy's name? Tucker Carlson. Jean-Pierre. You know, I can't believe that she is the spokesperson. I listened to several of her press conferences while I was sick the last couple of weeks. And I can tell you that if about, out of maybe four hours of press conference, if about three minutes of it was actually something that you could say, ah, there's an answer. The only thing that you may try to get an answer from is what flavor is Joe Biden's favorite ice cream? That she may be able to ask. Because what she does is she hides behind when, when asked about the Joe Biden, you know, Hunter Biden situation. And, and by the way, I know they're trying to couch it as a headhunter for, you know, Hunter Biden. No, no. This is about what Joe Biden did. And anyone who wants to tell you it's an investigation into Hunter is lying to you already before they started. You know, this is that, that Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, you know, we re-racked it and we put it back out there. You know, I can't believe that we're going to be doing this again. But when she was asked about the FBI colluding with Twitter, her response is that this suppression of speech was just a coincidence, and I wrote it down so I'd get it right. And the suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop was just a coincidence. You know, that's like saying... The fact that I had a gun, it fired and killed someone was just a coincidence because I happened to be there. The smoking gun or not, there's definitely something on fire here, folks. This is definitely going to be interesting when the Republicans take over the Congress. And let's hope, let's hope for once. And message to the Republicans, do half of what you say and you're yapped about doing. Because if you don't, we'll toss you out also. You know, she keeps hiding behind Karine Jean-Pierre, keeps hiding behind the the Hatch Act. You know, I can't discuss it. It's political. It's a, it's a Hatch Act. Well, no, 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 no. You know, in 1993, Congress substantially relaxed the Hatch Act. And this is what, you know, she could stand behind that and she could hide behind all that. You know, listen, she lies to America every day. That's her job. I understand that's her job. All right, when she was asked about Twitter, she said, oh, that has nothing to do with the White House. That's nothing, nothing, nothing at all. You know, about the FBI actually being involved, telling Twitter and Facebook what to censor. That, that's not illegal. That's not outrageous, is it? Oh, wait, it is. But I hate to disappoint you. No one will ever be held liable. And how do I know that? No, I don't have a little crystal ball that sees into the future. I have a crystal ball that looks back at the past. Is Comey in jail? Is Lisa Smith in jail? Oh, no. How about the other guys? How about the guys who lied to the FISA court? How about the guy? Wait, where is Adam Schiff with that envelope that he held up and flashed in front of the cameras? I have the evidence that Trump is colluding with Russia. Yeah, Russia, Russia, Russia. We never saw that, did we? We never had that. But that doesn't matter, because he will never be held liable. And neither will the rest of the mutts who wrecked Twitter. They will never be held liable. You know, I, I think that we should all get together and donate to the Elon Musk Fund to help him control Twitter, to help him release everything that went on. That's not a distraction, folks. That's a reality. That's something that happens in North Korea and Russia and China. And the White House doesn't see a problem with this. 
They think that the First Amendment was just something that was out there. It's a piece of paper. It's an old document, as Obama once said. It, it hasn't grown with America. You know, there was a reason they put the First Amendment first. Because it was most important. Now, we're going to take a short break, and we'll come back right after these messages. Quick stakes. That's Q-U-I-K stakes are not just for surveyors. They are great for family and community gardens. Go online to www.quickstake.com or contact your local land surveying supply dealer and get you a box of quick stakes. You'll love them every year when you plant your garden. Again, that's quick stakes, Q-U-I-K stakes, the truly preferred way to stake and identify what's in your garden now. In 2009, the membership organization Docs for Patient Care was founded. People all around the country wanted to participate in the efforts of this group, and they wanted to join, but they were unable to do so unless they were physicians. It's for this reason that the Docs for Patient Care Foundation was created. Now, everyone can join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. While you're at your computer, please go to www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org and make a tax-deductible donation and join the fight along with us. Thank you. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. Now, right before the break, we were doing the Twitter thing. So one of the interesting things to come out of this uh, little doodad release from Elon Musk was the name Jim Baker. Jim Baker, Esquire. Oh, another fabulous attorney in our ranks. That's right. He was the FBI attorney during the Russia hoax. And interestingly enough, when that Russia hoax became a big zero, Jim Baker seemed to morph over to Twitter. So, what was Twitter? Why was Jim Baker at Twitter? Don't you think that's interesting? The same guy that was with the FBI during the hoax now went to Twitter and was allegedly secretly suppressing the Joe Biden information. Again, without Twitter, without Twitter being taken over by Elon Musk, we would never know this. And that was the deal. They never thought that Elon Musk would actually buy Twitter. But you know what? He did. And all of this is going, it's coming out. It's coming out. But will Jim Baker ever, will he ever face consequences for what he did at the FBI? Nah, I doubt it. I highly doubt it. And how about at Twitter? Well, you know, Jean-Pierre, she said that it's a private company. It can do what it wants, but not when it colludes with the FBI. Not when the FBI de determines what's real and what's not and tells them what to censor and what not to censor. That is government intrusion. 
But will we ever find out what happened? No. We won't. Why? Because America has fallen and she can't get up. This is a stark warning. This is the reality we live in now. When is it? When is the, are these people ever going to be held responsible? They're not. Just like, just like the border. You know, the next time somebody says it's under control, let's go into the White House. Let's go into the White House without ID. See how far you get. Let's see when you come across that threshold into the Capitol if they let you right in and give you a plane ticket to anywhere you want to go. No, they're still holding people from the January 6th obliteration. That is a miscarriage of justice. No matter what you did there, you hold people in solitary confinement. I mean, what is this, North Korea? We are looking more like North Korea lately than North Korea is looking. And let's lob a couple of more missiles into the Japan Sea. Yes, because Biden has operational control of Asia. Good luck with that. So on to the the next little news uh, blip here. We had some substations in Moore County, North Carolina, was shot up. Now, we've been trying to follow this a little bit, but that also got hushed up real quick. It put about 100,000 people in the dark. Think about this. Where are your electrical plants? Where are your coal-fired electrical plants in the United States? They're all over the place, right? And guess what? They're, for the majority, unguarded. That's right. They're unguarded. So what do you think that possibility of a terrorist attack would be? Especially because our borders operationally under control. Well, you would think you were crazy if I opened up my front door and let 10,000 people in. Well, that's what's going on. And it doesn't matter because no one cares. The government is responsible for immigration. And they are actually suing Texas for putting up those giant containers, the shipping containers along the Rio Grande to stop people from coming in. And they're suing them to get off of what's allegedly federal land. I mean, you can't get any dumber than them fighting to break. They're going to court to break the law. That's what they're doing. But these substations in Moore County, North Carolina, that was shot up, that's very intriguing because that shows us our our grid is in real trouble. And allegedly, if you take out nine substations in the United States, and there's a particular map, that the entire grid will fall. That's really good to know. And I'm, I'm really glad to see that the Biden administration's right on top of that. You know, our Homeland Security guys are right on top of that. DHS is right in there. Oh, yeah. When, it, when we're all sitting in the dark with candles going, hmm, maybe we should have done something about that. What, why is this country always behind the curve of reality? And especially this administration. It's broken. It needs to be fixed. And the only way to do that is to pull out the parts that are broken and exchange them for parts that we think might work. And that means get rid of these people. This administration, the people in it, are useless. They are buffoons from the border all the way down the line. Now let's take a look at real quick at Title 42. Title 42 allegedly ends in five days. Now what? Well, Title 42, if you don't know, was something that allowed us to discharge people at the border back to their own country. Send them back, right? We had the stay in Mexico policy, which I understand yesterday, I caught a a blip on this, is yesterday a federal judge now said that the Biden administration terminating the stay in Mexico 
process, which really stopped up the illegal aliens coming in, is in fact needs to go back. It was illegally stopped. Well, interestingly enough, they believe that when Title 42 stops, that 18,000 migrants per day will be invading America. Let that sink in for a second. 18,000 people will be in this country illegally and be set free and given the ability to go anywhere in the United States that they feel like. Well, that's a very interesting concept. How does that work? Well, America costs you about $82,000 per illegal alien. Now, there's 5 million in since Biden got elected. That's some heavy-duty numbers. I mean... When are we going to stop this? I keep hearing, you know, the Republicans jump to the microphone. We cannot sustain this. But what are you doing to stop it? What are you doing to stop it? I understand you can't sustain it. But you know what? We're busy legalizing gay marriage that has been legal since 2015 and celebrating in the taking a victory lap in the Rose Garden for something that happened in 2015. I mean, this is just a bizarre administration. And the news media covers it like it was the, the newest thing since sliced bread. Now gay marriage is legalized. It's been codified. Well, since 2015, it's been legal in all 50 states. But, hey, nostalgia, I guess that's what they're going for. And now he was talking about bringing jobs back to the United States, Mr. Joe Biden. Joe Brandon Biden. Well, that, not all jobs. Apparently... He's given Chevron the okay to resume oil production in Texas. Uh, no, 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 no. Oklahoma? No. No. California? No. Venezuela? Oh, that must be the new 51st state of the United States. Yes, Chevron is going to be producing oil in Venezuela. Thank you, Joe Biden. Because we didn't need jobs in America. We didn't need high-paying oil and gas jobs. No. No, we didn't. And here's the other thing. If I hear one more time, 9,000 leases. Guys, you have to have a pipeline to bring your oil somewhere. You just can't pump it out of the ground and it gets to the gas station magically. Although under this administration, their, their energy policy with fairy dust and unicorns, that might be right along the right lines with them. This administration is so far off of our economy that when it goes from... 8.1% to 7.1% on inflation, which is incidentally seven times more than Trump had, that they're doing a victory lap. But yet the other day, the Fed's just raised it again, raised the interest rates. Now, what's that going to do? Well, did you look at your credit card bill lately? 18%, 19%, 20% interest. And by the way, Americans are now carrying more credit card debt. Why do you think that is? Well, because inflation is killing us. And what I found out when I was sick, when I had the flu, I had to call 18 different stores to get this Tamiflu stuff. Why? Because it's on back order. Simple antiviral drugs. Simple antibiotics we don't have in this country. We don't make in this country. And when China takes over Taiwan... Because trust me on this, write it down. You can re well, you can download this program later on. But you'll see when China takes over Taiwan before Biden is up for re-election in 2024, 
they will then own about 90 or 92 percent of the chip making capacity of the world welcome to china if i'm you i would start learning mandarin and cantonese and not the foods the language and if you want to save time and you want to not have it on back order get your chinese flag now because it's going to replace the american flag when they buy us because they're buying up all of our land now all of our they're buying up our farmland interesting enough right near our military bases but we are too stupid to figure that out we're too stupid to understand that china is looking to infiltrate america and is it the american people who are stupid no we see it it's the stupid people we sent to washington the republicans and the democrats mark i think they already infiltrated they started at our colleges and they're going down the list yeah, listen, they have their they have their 10-point plan, and they're halfway there. They are halfway there, if not more. I mean, I just look, you know, here, gas prices went down. No, they did not go down. I paid $4 a gallon the other day when, under Trump, I was paying $1.99. And that's only because New York has, like, 42 or 45% of the state taxes, you know, because... New York, not only do we have an income tax, we have a state tax on everything. And we have a county tax on everything. And we're still in the hole every time. I mean, we are not, we're not a purse. America is not a purse. At some point, there's a bottom. And we're getting there. We're, we're really getting there real quick. But what I'd like to do this week is just kind of wrap up the program. I want to thank everybody. It was a pleasure being back on the air after two weeks of hiatus, being sick. But I hope everybody listened. And don't forget Abdul Wasi Safi, that special forces guy. I'm going to be on this like white on rice. You've been listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark, and thanks for listening. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.